Hello everybody and welcome back to The Coordinates, a sometimes Attack on Titan podcast, but sometimes me and Tyler are doing other things podcast, <laughs> and that's where we are. <laughs> and yes, uh, my name is Bill, I'm the British side of this thing, and I'm here to talk to you today about uh, two episodes of the current um, <clears throat> uh, Attack on Titan the Tech of Attack on Titan. I can't even say it properly. The Attack on Titan um, ODAs, um, which were released, um, obviously undubbed as the seasons were going along, and now we finally got a dubbed version that have come out now that the um, Attack on Titans in its pre-season. And it was good to see that Tyler finally returned. Yes, yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, they they found him in Costa Rica this time, so. Um, yeah, it's good to see that he's back with his family and he's in good health and uh, the, the, the medicine's working to keep him uh, in his normal, sane-ish self. So, yeah, good good for you, Tyler. Glad to have you back. You know, don't don't miss any more episodes for a little while. Please, please. <laughs> yes, anyway, I'm here to talk to you about um, <clears throat> episode seven of the ODAs and episode... No, sorry, episode six and episode seven. Now, there are actually three... Do 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 one not one not two but three episodes called Lost Girls, but uh, the first two are a two-parter uh, featuring Annie. And I have to say, just to get on the come straight out of the bat here, I love this because I really really enjoy Annie as a character, and it's hard to believe that she hasn't really been in Attack on Titan since season since like the end of season one. It's been a huge gap of time so it's really good to kind of get this like little bit of a backstory because when she came back in season four um or the season four part two which is technically season five uh, <laughs> right at the end as well uh she was kind of very broken and kind of not her typical annie self and you can see that she's having to go through a bit of an arc to try and build herself back up but this was great this was kind of these two episodes really brought together where she was struggling as a human being to overcome the two parts of her that were colliding with like, you know, the side with her dad putting pressure on her as a person to be more than what she can be. And then <laughs> her crippling him. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah. And her struggles with like coming to terms with what she has to do uh, for her Marlian side, rather than what she's come to know from living on Paradise with all the other island scum. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty grim as well. It really like opens up with her squeezing, I think, Marco to death or watching Marco get killed by a Titan. It's pretty damn grim. And yeah, I remember I remember mentioning to Tyler when we were speaking during one of our episodes about um Annie and the girl that she um uh she was riding with on the back of the horse. And it's all here. She's really good friends with this um anyway, I can't remember the girl's name, but she's she's roommates with this girl. And um, yeah, she's the girl that she ends up sort of riding off on a horse with at the back of season seven. So it kind of makes more sense. And she's very much like against sort of Annie and what she's doing because Annie, she thinks Annie's um, moping over one of the guys from the Survey Corps. But we, we know it's kind of like secret messages coming in about the Marley and stuff. <laughs> and I love it when she says that he's like Dish Walter doll. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> and Annie even makes a joke that he's a 15 metre titan. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, Rhino, you're such a wiener. 
<laughs> Only 15 meters, mate. Look at Berthold. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And so, yeah, we end up getting into the uh, the plot of things where Annie, who's working for the military police, takes on a case of a missing girl called... Um, uh, something Strotman, if I remember rightly. And uh, yeah, it's basically like these cases really don't ever get handled properly by the military police. She goes off and sees um, the girl's dad, who's gone missing, to interview him. And he's very nonchalant about it, despite the fact he's also reported her missing. He mentions some odd things about like, you know, they all they do is have dinner together every day and they don't ask each other about each other's business. So instantly it's just, stinks of being really really shady and essentially the episode just sort of follows annie along on her course as she's trying to solve this crime taking her into like bad parts of the city where the mps can't go and just sort of slowly finding out more about this strange disappearance of this girl and the relationship she has with her dad and then obviously this whole thing breeds from annie the fact that she has a mixed relationship with her own dad but Annie's clearly very, very clever and taking lots in during this whole time. But I love the bit where it flashes back to her and she's doing her training where she's like kicking the crap out of these sticks and her dad's just belittling her constantly. Like, you were born to do this. It's the reason you were given life is to be harder and harder and harder. And it's just like <clears throat> really getting to see that inner conflict from Annie. She ends up going to this bar as well. Um where she uh, interrogates these three poor blokes who she beats the crap out of <laughs> to find out more information. And uh, she ends up finding out from the barman uh, the name of her boyfriend. Yeah, but it's got something. And this is where we kind of get this thing where it's like something to do with drugs. There was a guy taking drugs and the girl went crazy in the bar and then left. And she'd always been a regular at the bar beforehand. So they were very surprised. Also, uh, there's a bit where Annie's sitting down and there's a cat staring at her. <laughs> and then the cat has a go Tyler would have loved that bit. You know how much he loves cats. <laughs> so when she goes to investigate the boyfriend's uh, house, uh, again, she beats up some more uh, <laughs> uh, poor thugs <laughs> on her way in. And she finds that he's actually um, dead under the table, but recently dead. And there's some crazy guy next door who's trying to come around and beat her up, smash her up a glass. Don't really get that bit. But she freaks out and holds the door shut. And then that's pretty much the end of the first part of the episode, uh, which was called, by the way, it was called uh, Walls, Sheena, Goodbye, part one. But yeah, she finds some drugs in the apartment and the dead body, and then that's pretty much where we uh, where we finish off for the episode. And then we move into the gloriously named Lost Girls, Wall Sheena, Goodbye, part two. 
But yeah, it turns out the reason why she was so worried about this guy sort of coming in to beat her or beat the guy up for making noise was because she was worried about being realised that she was there. This is kind of uh, the day before she turns into a massive titan to try and uh, kidnap Erin um, in the fields while they're on the scouting mission. And so she doesn't want to get embroiled in this murder situation when she's supposed to be taking the next day off or something along those lines. So she's now trying to cover up her steps of having got here, but then also find another way around of continuing her investigation. And at the very then once uh, once we get past the opening credits, which I don't like these opening credits. These are not the best ones, if I'm honest. She uh, this is where we get treated to the scene where she then kicks the shit out of her dad, which I feel like I've seen before. I don't know if I've watched these ODAs when they were in when they were not dubbed, but um, yeah, she proper goes to town on her dad's leg, and then he comes back. Doctors told him that he's not really going to walk properly again. He's like, I'm so proud of you, Annie. You've come so far. It's just like, fuck me, man. Your dad is messed up, Annie. <laughs> but yeah, as she's trying to leave and she goes back to her driver, she gets ambushed by a guy with a scar on his face and another really creepy looking guy. Who kind of looks like he's from, like, I don't know, One Piece or something? I don't know. There's another... There's I think it's One Piece. He kind of looks like the main guy from One Piece. Um... But yeah, but they they kidnap Annie because of her being on the trail for them. And they tell her about uh, some sort of weird sewage plant where there's like these acid baths where they like to dump people because they just disappear. And the guy the guy tries to take Annie's ring, which as you remember has the little sharp bit on it which turns her into the um into the female titan. And um she asks for it back and then this makes them very suspicious of why she wants it. She purposely hits the guy so that he then punches her cuts her <laughs> and then she turns into a massive titan <laughs> but i think she only does her arm because it looks like just her arms there and obviously it's going to sort of steam away over time um, but yeah it kind of just explodes and blows this like wooden carriage to pieces and blows the two guys everywhere and then at this point because the guy with the hat is kind of down the other guy shoots annie in the back she falls to the floor and then he shoots the guy with the hat, and then he walks off. Uh, I can't remember who this guy is, but he's kind of like double-crossed his boss, as it were. And then Annie just stands up and goes, you're still alive, with this big bullet hole in her. And then she forces him, because he's only got, he's got like a red eye. I don't know, I don't know if it's important. <laughs> but yeah, she asks him where to find Carly, and he gives away the information. And they have like a little heart-to-heart thing here about why they do it. And they were kind of working for Carly's dad, who was also like, I want you to try and find them. But they've kind of uncovered this whole drug ring thing that she's involved with. But then when they found Carly's boyfriend, he was going to try and ransom Carly back to her dad. And they joined in with him as well as trying to keep all of Carly's drugs. So one of the things that we found out is that Carly's actually kind of... She's, she's like... She's the cooker, basically. She's the one making all these drugs. And the one thing she never wanted was for it to get into the poorer district where she likes to hang out with her friends. And the thing that upset her was when she saw one of her friends taking one of her drugs. <clears throat> and then he gives this big story as well about how his life was ruined and um, Annie was discovering as well that Carly's life was ruined and Carly's dad's life, because he's a merchant, was all ruined on the day that the Colossal Titan broke down the wall which obviously she was involved with. And so we're kind of getting all this conflict of interest here. 
she ends up going back to the um like the the hangout of all these drug lord people where there's the guy from one piece and she just beats the shit out of everyone but also this guy's got a gun i'm pretty sure they didn't get guns until after <laughs> season three <laughs> like they hadn't even invented them or but maybe they did have little pistols it looked like you know a two-shot pistol and um it's great. She just holds the gun in. She beats the guy up, puts the gun in his mouth. He's like basically shitting his pants. She's like, where is Carly? And then says, but you're never going to tell anyone that you've seen me. She doesn't want to get... She wants to solve this case, but she doesn't want anyone to know she's there so she can get on with her thing with Erin tomorrow. And it turns out that Carly's actually just standing in the background. So yeah, we get the whole thing with Carly being a, a massive drug uh, smuggler dealer. Um, Annie decides to forge uh, her some papers so that she can get out of the city. And then when she goes to the dad and kind of reveals all about it, and also she has evidence of the fact that the dad had the boyfriend killed um, <clears throat> because the boyfriend had freaked out when he saw Annie going into a her dad's house and thinking that the military police were actually going to get involved she then forces the dad to help her dump the body in the sewage plant with all the acid <laughs> but she has her proper Columbo moment where it's like you smoke these cigarettes you said you're the only person who's got these cigarettes <laughs> and I noticed this cigarette and I saw this cigarette in this apartment <laughs> so I've got this as evidence on you and it's just like mm. Seems vague evidence. It seems pretty thin evidence, but she, yeah, she has the proper Columbo moment, and so he just goes and helps her. And then we finish the episode with the flashback of her dad breaking down about being how sorry he is for pushing her into this life, and telling her that she she must stand her ground no matter what, so that she can come home to him. And it's like that final thing of after all her dad's done to her, he was just being a dick. <laughs> And he knows it. And then she steals herself in order to caption Erin Jaeger. And that brings an end to the episode. So, yeah. So, uh, next week, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I really, uh, uh, still, yeah, talk about these two episodes. They were really great as a standalone thing. They worked really, really well. You had the whole detective story bringing it all together in the background, as well as having lots of Annie. She's a great character. And she's got this uh, inner turmoil, which we find out more and more about. And it really, really opens her up as a character and reveals her character motivations for the things that we are now beginning to see at the tail end of season four when we go into season four part three so yeah really really good stuff yes yeah, so that's it for this week so next week's oda is going to be episode eight lost girls in the cruel world and i'm going to be handing that one over to tyler to do and i think that might actually be the end of the odas maybe yeah i think that's the last one in which case i will be then coming back uh, i think tyler's gonna make me watch jojo bizarre adventure whatever the hell that is so yes if you want to get in touch with us, please do. Yes, if you want to reach out to us, please join the Discord. That's the best place to find us. It's the Probably Work Discord, and we have our own little section there for the coordinates. And yeah, if you want to check out other great podcasts, please go to probablywork.com and check out all the good stuff there. Also, you can contact on us on Twitter at coordinatepod, and you can contact us via email, coordinatepod at gmail.com. So yeah, we'll catch up next week for Lost in the Cruel World, and then um, hopefully we'll have some more news on when season 4.3 or 5.2 or whatever it is is going to be coming out. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm going to head over to Tyler for next week, and don't get eaten by your gangster dad who's probably going to throw you into some sewage works. I don't know. Troy. Bye.
Adiós. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.